0: Influential Leaders, it's Lenka and Alex here with yet another episode of the Influential Executive Podcast. And today we talked about communication, about how to make other people like you, respect you, what manipulation means and how actually manipulation is a good word, how it is a good good word with a good meaning. And what does that really mean? And is it really important to be authentic?
1: This episode is amazing for everybody who's in a leadership role because so much of what we do as a leader is about communication that has nothing to do with our words. It has everything to do with our body and our behavior. And Mark Bowden, he is the world leading expert in this field. Human behavior, body language, He's a keynote speaker and he founded Truth Plane. And that's a communication training company that developed a methodology for anybody who wants to communicate with impact with an audience. How about you communicating with the people around you? This interview is full with huge insights and tips that you can apply immediately. And if you think who's this Mark Bowden, are his tips good enough for me? Well, he coached, for example, the prime minister of one of the G8 countries to prepare for a debate. So I'm sure when it's good enough for a prime minister, (laughs) it's good enough for all of us. This episode, just like every other episode, is sponsored by Earn More, Work Less. We give superpowers to your team. Go to earnmoreworkless.com. To find the three superpowers for team leaders, our free ebook. You can get it there right now. And that's it for now. Get ready for a fun and entertaining conversation with Mark Bowden. Brilliant. Mark, welcome. Thank you for joining the Influential Executive podcast. Well, we my are... pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. You're an expert in body language, communication, human behavior. And if I understood it correctly, you have already decided whether you like us or not.
2: Yeah, exactly. You're both <laughs> great. You're both, uh, you're both great. You've got great, uh, great smiles. <laughs> uh, you're very present. So, so I'm all in.
0: Oh, we pass the test.
1: That's good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just in case, just in case we can make you like us even more. What can we do to establish that?
2: Gosh, well, okay, so, so there's something interesting that happens with, um, with Skype uh, calls, <laughs> whereby you'd think there'd be a lot of connection, and there is, because I can see your faces and you can see mine, and, it, and the camera's pretty good, and uh, I can see a lot of expression, and the sound is pretty good, so you can hear tonality of voice. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the brain knows that you're in a different location from me. It knows that you're not like really here. I can't really (laughs) touch you. And, And what the brain does in that situation is it goes, you're not from my land. And so then it goes, well, if you're not from my land, you're less trustworthy and you're not as intelligent as me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, really
2: yeah no. yeah yeah and the reason it does that is that my brain uh, constantly has to work out uh can i be trusted how trustworthy am i and and am i smart am i am i clever and so what it does is it looks around it all the time and goes well are, are those people in my location trustworthy and are they intelligent because if they're trustworthy intelligent then I must be trustworthy and intelligent because we're from the same place. Mm-hmm. Now, in order to keep us at a high level, my in-group, at a high level of trust and credibility, anybody not in our land has to be a little bit stupid mm-hmm. and a little bit like they'll, they'll lie and try and get one over on us. <laughs> so, so what we need to know all the time, and I think this is important for anybody leading teams because – because a lot of people leading teams now, they're leading teams in multiple locations. Yeah. You know, they're not necessarily, even if you're bringing people into your office location on a regular basis, people want to work from their, from their home office, just like me today. I'm at the, at the home office today. So we need to find ways to mitigate the reality that happens in our brains, which is when we're not together personally, Mm -hmm. there is a little bit of a loss of trust and credibility. So here's one of the ways that we mitigate that is, or countermeasure it, is we have to trick the mind into thinking that we're in the same place. Mm. And the way I do it, and I did it with you guys today, was I say, so what's the weather over where you are? Okay, And then you... Uh, tell me what the weather is, yeah? And what I do is I'm very open to that and I acknowledge that that's the weather. And I go, oh, good, okay? And by acknowledging that that's the weather, your brain goes, oh, well, you, you must be in the same place. If you know that that's the weather here, then you must be in the same place. Or sometimes I'll say, so if you said, hey, you know, it's, it's, um, it's snowing here, you know, in the Netherlands, then I might go, oh yeah, no, it's snowing here as well. And that causes your brain to go, well, if it's snowing there, it <laughs> then must be in the same place. Then therefore you must be really trustworthy. And,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah? uh,
2: and, and maybe if you go, Hey, it's snowing, but it's not snowing here. Uh, I would, I would go, Oh yeah, it snowed. It snowed this time last year. Yeah. So, I, so even by going, Hey, in my place, it snows sometimes, your brain goes, ah, oh, it's good enough. That's good enough. Clearly from my land. Anyway, I hope that's kind of, kind of interesting in terms of knowing, well, you know, what can we do over this Skype situation to have more trust and, and credibility? Oh, um,
0: I love this. And when, when I, am, I, am I born like this already?
2: Yeah, yeah, you're already born like this. Because you're already, um, you're a social mammal, I'm a social mammal. Okay. And so we're born social mammals. And as social mammals, it's really important that we have mechanisms installed already to to help us group up, Mm -hmm. to help us be parts of groups. Because ultimately, um, me with my best idea will never beat you and your friends with a really bad idea. (laughs) Because... You'll get your bad idea built before I can get my good idea built. And as you're building your bad idea, you'll work out. You'll be going, "God, ah, this is never going to work. This is really bad. This is not going to work. And, and as you have a discussion with your friends around that, going, we're building this idea, but I don't think it's going it's to work out. One of your group will go, well, why don't we just make it a bit more like this? That would make it better. Well, meanwhile, I'm still at home on my own with no friends, I got a brilliant idea, but it's not being made into a physical thing. And, and, and so there is a massive advantage to being in groups. A huge advantage. Invi- a stupid group will win over a smart individual at most days of the week. I know it won't happen all the time. There are outliers to this. But if you were to gamble on this 100 times, you'd put, you'd put most of your money on the stupid group Winning over the smart Individual because the smart individual can get nothing nothing of any scale yeah. Done. So yeah, we're, we're born we're born with all this stuff
0: And mark am I born with like I come from Czech Republic Oh, so yeah I'm already born with that DNA of I will accept Practically anyone as long as they come from Czech Republic it's knowing every now and then we are equally clever Or is it something that I'm being programmed into?
2: Yeah, so so um so you already have the the um what we call the heuristics the algorithms the the thinking processes in your head to know that you need to stick with your own kind Mm -hmm. okay now we know that that is not a useful uh heuristic uh, very, a lot of the time, especially in a very modern world But understand that body in the brain you have and the body in the brain that I have It's only within the last Let's say, well, the last century even That many of us have started moving 12 miles further than where we were ever born mm-hmm. it, It's wow. like I, li- I live in a different country Than I was born in Most people don't do that most people don't do that most people actually don't know a vast array of people who are not from their original let's call it tribe Mm -hmm. their original physical location that they were born in that's still I would say the majority of people so uh, you and I uh you know we're, we're we're both in uh, potentially different locations than when we were born, and we're always having to manage that. I mean, I don't know how it is for you, but you know, you 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 come across a lot of strangers, don't you? <laughs> you, go, um, yeah. you go, why why do they do it like that? And oh, you know God. it when they're and and have you? So you're from Czech Czech Republic, you yeah. were saying, yeah? yeah. um How quickly can you? easily know you're approaching somebody from the czech republic
0: oh yeah very quickly from right. sometimes <laughs> yeah
2: yeah like you know you know sometimes you know the facial features you yeah. know the head you know the where you know the movement yeah. or they come and they say something and you're like ah okay, okay. like yeah. so for, yeah.
0: yeah,
2: indeed. You yeah. just see socks in sandals and you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we have these, um, exactly. these tribal uh, mm. signifiers.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, you can probably even tell rank as well in Czech Republic where they might be in social hierarchy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is really important. It's really important for human beings to know where are you from my group or outside of my group where do you rank in the from my group because because we want to know who's in control of certain resources (laughs) yes because that's good for our survival so uh our, our groups send out these signals often unconsciously all the time as to who's most important who who owns what and and rules uh, and has charge of what and, and where are we from, and you know that's the business of the social mammalian brain, and we've all got one, and hopefully it's working. Because if it if it isn't working, you're going to be in the in the realm of of uh, sociopathic, but, <laughs> and and that doesn't mean you'll you'll die, but you won't get on well with many people, and your existence will be a little bit harder yeah. and a lot more lonelier. than than some people's existence.
1: (laughs) I I love how you view uh, modern life, or where we are today, through the lens of how things were thousands of years ago. And genetically, or by design, it, it makes a lot of sense. And now, when you think of this office environment that many of us spend a lot of time in, and you picture a meeting, this sterile meeting room, square box with some windows, a big table, and six of these social mammals in there. Now, what needs to occur in such a setting to produce anything of value?
2: Yeah, okay, really good, really good question. So, first of all, yeah, we've got to recognize that we're social mammals in there. And, and we've got to know, first of all, even before we go there, we've got to know so, are, are we safe? is this a place of risk or is it a place of reward? And am I with people who are people of of risk to me or reward to me? Mm. And our unconscious mind is checking that out all the time. In some cases, we have a a history with people, even a social history with people, and we know, okay, these guys, I I, I have a lot of meetings with them. Um, I know their kind of behavior. I judge that there's never huge risk. And I might go, yeah, there's not much reward either. No risk, no reward. God, I'm a bit indifferent to this meeting. Or I go, yeah, I know these guys, there's a lot of reward about being around them. Hey, I'm quite excited about this meeting. Or I know these guys, there's a lot of risk around these meetings. And I'm, I'm, I'm a bit wary of this. So in order to, first of all, get really good meetings going i would suggest on 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 the whole there could be some caveats to this but you want to create a space which is one of safety um and and i'm talking about like just basic basic safety of do i feel threatened by the people in there or do i feel rewarded by them Mm -hmm. yeah now, what's, what's easy ways of, of, of doing that? So you'll notice as we're having this meeting here that a lot of the time I'm, I'm smiling yeah. uh, at you. However, the interesting thing is about this meeting here in this space is there's a lot going on for me. There's technology in place. There's a lot to think about. We're not, it's difficult to relate here because you're over there and I'm here. So it's difficult for my brain to remember to smile and go, hey, this is a good experience. So, so look, I got, I got this little guy above my <laughs> <laughs> above my camera here on a little post. It's a little sticky here, so it means it just sticks behind here, right above the camera, which means I'm, I'm looking at the camera right now and there's this smiling face sticky at me. Yeah, because when I look at the camera, I don't see your faces. Your faces are here. That's yeah, fine. but your eyes are right here. So so I, I've done a little trick there, what we might call a manipulation in order to trigger you with the feeling, this feeling that if, this is good and this is a safe environment mm-hmm. for us today. And it's a it's a trick because it's not naturally on my mind. I'm having to remind myself of this. But that's my you know, ultimately that's my job as a leader, as a manager, as being a part of this team and this group that we're in today. I've got to do what's ever necessary to make this a great experience. So we come up with good ideas and we have a good experience and we want to do it again and have an even better time and a better experience. And, we, and, 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 and life moves on in a, in a, in a pretty good way. Um, so I guess back to that, back to that room, how can you make the room a great environment, a safer environment. Well, you know, on the whole, open body language is really good. Yeah. yeah so so open body language that is more um inviting, it's it's warmer as opposed to uh, closed body <laughs> language, yeah. which is less inviting, less warm. Uh you're probably already finding that this is triggering you with a little more worry about our meeting
1: absolutely yeah, i feel like i have to try a little harder now
2: right right and you're even as you said, said that to me and i was picking up your image you did a disgust gesture there as well it's like i feel i feel a little bit disgust is an interesting word because it means disgustry it actually means to vomit up so so it's you know this, <laughs> the um, uh, you know from from gust that the the, yeah. the uh, digestive tract yeah um so your, your unconscious is kind of so, when it sees this person, your unconscious is going, hmm, I think that's poison. I think that we should, that's not edible. Yeah, that's bad food, bad food. And when I do this more open body language, I'm more open in my face. And, you know, in this proximity, I'm, I'm, I'm relying less on the open body language and more on hitting your eye line and and doing this smile. But again, you smile back immediately. But again, it's a manipulation because my brain is actually going wow there's such a lot such a lot going on. Can you really hear them well? Can they see you well? Uh, is the microphone with so much technology
1: yeah. in
2: the way that um, uh, and, and look let me just show you what happens if I start to concentrate on the on the technology that's that's in the way. I'll now have our meeting together and I'll allow my Concerns for the technology to, to take over
1: yeah. now.
2: Yeah. And can you notice how um, this is not as engaging anymore? Now I'm going to forget about the technology. Uh, you know, I've set it up as best <laughs> as I can. And I'm trying to now manipulate my, myself to just concentrate on you. And it's probably a better meeting now.
0: I'm, I'm fascinated by the word manipulation. Hmm. What do you? I think it's good to kind of explain what do you mean by the word, and why do you say that you are manipulating?
2: Yeah, so I love the word manipulation because it's been um, the original word uh, comes from hands, mani, the uh, Latin I believe for for hands. Uh, The Egyptians, um, the ancient Egyptians, their god of language uh, was the god Thoth, and they chose who's a, a gibbon. And uh, they chose the gibbon, legend says, because its hands were very similar to the human hands. And I think the Egyptians really understood, because they were uh, some of the first um, civilizations to create quite a complex uh, written down language and they understood that ultimately language is a manipulation it takes the world Mm. and it condenses it and moves it around and expands it and it monkeys around with it in order that it is a a menu of the experience but not the experience you know when i say the word dog you get a you get a picture in your head of a dog (laughs) but the dog doesn't exist. I just said the word dog. I just put sounds in an order and it triggered you into an understanding. That's pretty amazing, that's extraordinary. Now, the problem is, is is it the dog I was thinking of?
1: Yeah.
2: Well, I don't know, like like I've got a, no, because I've got a, a little white dog. In my head, like a little poodle.
0: Now, that wasn't <laughs> mine. No, that wasn't mine. <laughs> no,
2: it wasn't your dog. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now I've used more words. I've constructed and manipulated the world in your mind to get closer Cheers. to mine. Now, what happened with the word manipulation, which I which literally you know means to to, to to take something physically and move it is that became a bad word for some reason. Oh, they're manipulative or they manipulated me. And it became, it became the bad word for when somebody changes your world in a, in a negative way. And they didn't tell you they were going to do that. So it becomes almost deceitful and, and crooked whereas we manipulate people all the time consciously and unconsciously Mm -hmm. and when it happens for their good they often like they don't tell us they don't go oh thank you for manipulating me (laughs) uh, things turned out so good so good like that was great thank you so much for that they don't but when it turns out bad they're like to, to their friends they're like you should watch out for him he's very very manipulative so so you know maybe one of my crusades is to bring back a more um more general meaning of manipulation and an understanding that we're doing it all the time consciously and unconsciously and sometimes it works out really well and sometimes it works out really badly and we should be a little more conscious of the of the manipulations that we that we do in the world because if we were more conscious of it people would would come up to us less afterwards and go well they'd come up less to us afterwards and go hey uh you manipulated me and you and you'd go did I oh I'm so sorry I didn't know that oh I didn't mean to you'd actually go yeah actually I totally meant to totally meant to. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry it turned out badly I didn't mean it to turn out badly I I hope to turn over or we or we'd go yeah actually I did I did mean to and, and it turned out badly for you, that was meant. It's meant to go badly for you. It's meant to go really well for them over there. Like I favored them over you because I care more about them than I care about you. And so I manipulated the, si- the situation so resource would move from you to them because they're Im- more important than you. That's what we call politics. So mm-hmm. in politics, we're doing that all the time. We're going, yeah, they're more important than you. So we're taking resource from you and moving it to them. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to apologize to you because you didn't give me the vote. You didn't yeah. put me in power. I'm giving, I'm moving resources to the people who gave me the power. That's, that tends to be political decision and and political communication <laughs> on, the, on the whole. Anyway, there we go. Manipulation is a good word. It's a good thing
0: i'm just I'm just thinking like listening to you, I almost see no difference between the the positive meaning of manipulation and influencing for me, it comes down all to helping other people change behavior in a certain way that was... yeah
2: yeah, absolutely, yeah, helping people, helping yeah. people and helping them on purpose yeah for 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 something that will be better it doesn't mean it, your help will be better for everybody sometimes you have to make choices especially as a leader especially as a leader you got to make choices that's that's your job that's part of your job yeah. uh as as an as an executive leader for example is to go i've listened to the arguments for this and now i make the choice as to what to execute knowing that um when you when you move energy around, something loses. It's, it's, you don't create energy. You're moving it around all the time. So something's going to lose out. Yeah. And I, I want to know what's going to lose out. So I know I've made a choice about that. So when people complain, hey, we lost out, as the executive, I'm able to go, yes, I know. Yeah, I know. Um, that, that was the choice. That was yeah. the choice, is yeah. you lost. That's, that's it, because not everybody can win Everything.
0: Yeah.
2: That's, I mean, that would be great if it were <laughs> true. Uh, but that's what we call a utopia. Yeah. And, and utopias are, that's why we call them like utopian dreams. Yeah. It, utopias don't exist. Uh, ultimately, dystopias don't exist as well. That's why call, they're called dystopian nightmares, is that dystopias don't exist. Uh, I, I would suggest what we're in right now is what we call a protopia, which is things actually get better. Things you know over time by increments seem mm-hmm. to get better i mean we 're not you know certainly in where I am in Canada and and where you guys are in the Netherlands uh, we 're not in medieval times anymore, which is especially good in in being in the Netherlands and not being in medieval times because during medieval times in the Netherlands was really grim that was <laughs> that was pretty. <laughs> Pretty awful. Same with Jack as from Czech Republic. <laughs> terrible in medieval times.
0: <laughs> terrible terrible
2: place to be. <laughs> Look at you, you got electric light just like us here. You li- basically you're living a miracle. You- <laughs> you're, living, you're living in an absolute miracle.
1: Yeah, we're living the miracle, yet still uh, it is hard to be satisfied for many.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah, it is hard to be be satisfied. Well, I guess, you know, we're not having to put in the work and the meaning into just going and gathering firewood and and food. And, you know, imagine, you know, back when this body and this mind was originally created, what was most of our day involved with? Well, just the day-to-day stuff of just trying to stay alive, you know? and and you and i i guarantee i know this just by by looking at you and i know my own situation is is i'm never going to worry today about where i'm going to get fresh water from it comes from a tap it's fantastic it's a miracle for this this body and mind doesn't really think about it but hundred thousand years ago most of its day would have been going where am i going to get a fresh glass of, you know, where am I going to get where glass? No, I wouldn't have had glass. <laughs>
1: um,
2: you know, there may have been some vessels of some sorts, but, uh, but certainly glass wasn't on the horizon at that point. So, so this kind of uh, miracle we're not having to contend with. So I guess, you know, some of our modern dissatisfactions maybe come from trying to find stuff to be a problem. <laughs> I've, got find some, I've got to find some problems for this thing to solve. This, is a, this brain is an incredible problem solver. And lots of the stuff, certainly in it, for you and for I, not for everybody on the, not for all 7.6 billion people on the planet by any means, but for you and I and for, and for everybody listening to this podcast, because it means you've got some kind of technology, which means you're doing just fine um so we got to find some problems to solve and i guess some of the time we're we're just making some up, making
0: up. very just often,
2: creating them you know anyway cheers
0: cheers i'm i'm still a little bit stuck in my mind with that um manipulation and there's mm. one yet another word that popped up and that's authenticity
2: yeah yeah How, yeah
0: am i authentic as long as as I'm manipulating?
2: Gosh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: so, yeah. It's
2: your nature—it's your nature to manipulate. <laughs> Why did you get get these? Why would you need these if you weren't going to change the world?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking. If I'm authentic, am I going to manipulate at the same time, consciously, subconsciously, maybe, but consciously? If I'm, uh, let's say, if I'm having, um, a team meeting, Mm. and all of the people, they're cranky, and I want to make them smile. But deep inside, I'm also not feeling really great. Right. So am I going to be authentic at that particular moment while trying to pretend as if I'm smiling and thereby help them smile? I'm just trying to figure out how those two words fit together and whether there is some kind of, yeah, something more explainable yes
2: you've so what you've hit on there is you have a lot of choices as a leader in that situation you got a lot of choices there's what's happening to you internally which is you're not having a great day there's uh the team aren't pulling together on this there's there's your you the individual Mm -hmm. having a bad day there's your team not pulling together then there's your role and your job which is to pull the team together yeah Mm -hmm. then there's the goal which is you know what that team is meant to do under your leadership you know the result Mm -hmm. it's trying to get and then there's the result that you're trying to get just in general in in life and all of these could come into conflict because on some days I might go you know what I'm just having a terrible day and I don't care about the goal. I don't care about it. I'm, uh, my job is not as important as me right now. And some days you might go, you know what? The job and the goal is more important than me. So, so I'm not going to allow this, I'm having a bad day to come out. I'm going to put on the behaviors that will pull that team together because we need to get a result here. Why do we need to get a result? Well, you know, some of the teams that I work with, they're out there saving lives. They're running a hospital. It's like there's them having a bad day and there's, you know, kids dying. So, so that might come into play. Well, well, shouldn't they be just authentic and walk around the ward going, you know, there's a kid, you know, With 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 bone cancer, you know how you do. Actually, I don't care about you. I'm in a really bad day. Should I mean that's authentic? That's honest. Why can't they be honest? Yeah. Why can't they be honest with the you know how am I doing? Well, um, you know the last kid I saw died. Probably going to happen to you. I mean, isn't that isn't that authentic? Isn't that being honest? Isn't that being true? No. That's being antisocial. That's that's being nasty and antisocial. So there, there isn't, uh, you know, the, the devil's in the detail, and 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 yeah. the world is a really complex place. And the, one of my problems with authenticity is it's this massive ideal. It's this massive ideal. It's it, it's a utopia, and it's a dream. It doesn't exist. What exists? is the trickiness and the minutiae of trying to deal with a very complex yeah. situation where you've got what you want, they've got what they want, there's, there's, there's you the individual, there's you within the social group, there's being kind, there's there's being kind to you and kind to them and finding the balances ar- around that. And I think just going through life going, I am going to be authentic. Well, no, Number one. If you say, you know, the person that comes up to me and goes, well, because I'm a really authentic person, the the moment they've said that, I'm like, well, you've done zero introspection then. Zero introspection. (laughs) If you'd really kind of looked at yourself, you realize that you lie to you and you lie to yourself and you lie to others and and you're lying to all of us right now by going like, I'm totally authentic. And then the moment they look at you and go, well, I think you're not being authentic with me. It's like, how would you know? <laughs> I, that's okay. Good guess. Go and guess about something else, you know, uh, more interesting than whether you think I'm being authentic. Like I might know that, but you're never going to know that. You'll know whether you like me or dislike me. And maybe what you did was what I would call authenticity shaming, which is, which is when somebody doesn't like you. Instead of going, you know, what, I just don't like you don't like your ideas. I don't like your attitude. don't like the way you dress. They go, well, I'm not quite sure you're being authentic.
0: Yeah,
2: that's right. (laughs) It's like, oh, right. Because you're not authentic enough to go, Mark, I just don't like you and your ideas. Uh, Here's why. And then go, and here's why, because I've really thought about it. So, yeah, you, you get this authenticity shaming happening all over, all over the place from the most. Yeah. sometimes well meaning and 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 you know woke people <laughs> you got you know super woke person strolling around the earth pointing out people yes inauthentic <laughs> authentic <laughs> it's like you just don't like that one It's like you don't know you're not you don't you don't have superpowers you can't read people's minds it's like nobody can i've looked i've really looked at this and it can't be done <laughs> anyway there's my there's my thing about authenticity um you know i just think we probably have to be a better way of looking things is is how how helpful are we being how socially are we being how um how happy are we right now contented are we right now um are we pushing ourselves yeah um uh how uncomfortable is it when we push ourselves should we push ourselves more and get into more discomfort because there's a bigger goal out there because often this idea of authenticity again it's somebody's really talking about their own comfort Mm -hmm. well I don't really want to do that because that doesn't feel authentic to me oh well you just want to be safe and comfortable don't you if that's that's you know, you you just don't want, or you don't want the goal enough. Well, I didn't go and do that. It didn't feel authentic. Um, so so that's why I didn't achieve that goal. Didn't feel, you know, the route to it didn't seem an authentic route. Ah, oh, well, probably it was just too hard. Probably it was just too hard, and you didn't want the pain, and you didn't like the like the pain of it. And and probably what we should do is is do some work on on you getting comfortable with pain. Because, because to get somewhere always has barriers. I've been having a look at like how life works, how the universe works, and here's the way it could work. In the utopian place of how it would work, here's what hap- would happen. You just think of a life that you want and things that you want and they just appear. Because there would be no barriers in the way between your thoughts your desires mm-hmm. and the physical and, and spiritual uh, world. It would just happen. I would really want to be happy. Boom, you'd be happy. I really want, uh, you know, a banana right now. Boom, it would, it would ah, fantastic. <laughs> a banana. Uh, that doesn't happen. Well, why doesn't it happen? Well, because there's barriers in the way. And when we get what we desire, we overcome the barriers. That's all. Some barriers are massive and some people get through them and over them and circumnavigate them. Uh, they find, they find a way. Some people don't, uh, some people don't find a way because the getting through the barriers are too painful and they back off of the dis, discomfort, uh, the work involved. Um, some people stumble over like, well, I just tripped and fell over the barrier. It was like, the barrier wasn't that high. Actually, the barrier was in my mind rather than actually being, being there. There's lots of ways people get what they, they want, but ultimately, you've always got to go through some barriers to get it.
0: The, the
2: most extensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So you ask a
1: question, and, and,
2: I, and I, I may keep on going and not stop.
1: Well, I, I
0: like it. It gives lots of perspective.
1: Yeah, and I, I love that you speak about how the universe works because uh, ultimately, you know, we are all here, born into this planet and we all have no clue what's going on. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> yeah. We yeah. Have some questions when we're four, we don't get a satisfactory answer and then we just forget about it for the rest <laughs> of our lives. But, <laughs> like, there are rules to how all of this stuff works. So... I love that you bring this up because uh, you can play the game without knowing the rules and no matter how hard you try, you're always going to run into failure and a lot of discomfort. Now here's something I would love your view on. It's our personal observation in the business world. Our observation is that pretty much everybody lives in a state of stress. Mm -hmm. So that means hurrying, constantly busy, wanting to work on the next thing while still working on the previous thing, working off a checklist rather than being consciously present in each moment Mm. and consciously design designing what the future will look like.
2: Mm.
1: And, And we see that this is the norm, not the exception. And it's really, it's really hard to like get a foot in the door, help people to stop take some distance and think and, and redesign the way the work is done. What are your observations in this respect? What is happening here from a human behavior point of view? And how can we apply communication to uh, stop this madness and start being more effective with what uh, we have?
2: Yeah. yeah, really good. Yeah, really good. Uh, good observation and good question. Because, look, there's going to be outliers out there where, you know, people already will have said in their head yeah but you know now and again i'm not on the move and yeah but i know this person and they're really cool and they're so let's just let's just say look you're right and and there will be outliers to that but we do as human beings uh, certainly now uh, i don't know about in the rest of history or in the future but certainly now there does seem to be that feeling of always being moving on to the next thing never in the place that we we are. I think it's a Yoda quote from Star Wars if, if, about, <laughs> about 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 Luke. There's a lot of lot of kind of Zen embedded into into the Star Wars uh, writing. Anyway, um, well, I think there's there's I, I guess I guess what are some of the techniques that can help you uh, remedy some of that if it seems useful? Because I think sometimes it's really useful to move on to the next thing. And and some some minds are are really good at that, yeah. And just getting stuff done. Certainly, that's kind of what my mind often wants to do. Is just like go, oh, let's not think about it anymore. Let's just do something. Like get it done. Test it. See whether our 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 best, you know, our best thinking at the time, our good enough thinking, can create something good enough yeah. to move us forward and that's a certain kind of of mindset and and hopefully you know team leaders out there listening to this have got some of that thinking within that in the teams that they're they're Mm -hmm. working with it's a good style of thinking to have maybe maybe they as leaders have that kind of of thinking as well do they also have the kind of thinking in their teams and in themselves that can say let's just hold back right now in fact let's just stop Let's just stop, breathe, think some more. So, so just breathing is a, is, a, is a good, good thing. Just stopping and breathing and allowing that breathing to fill the brain with some oxygen so you might be able to have some more thoughts before you get back into, okay, let's move, let's move forward. Um, this happens a lot in negotiation as well I'm sure people uh, watching listening have have been in many negotiations and understand that one of the great techniques of good negotiation is called slow it down which is you don't want to get steamrolled by negotiation and get into a into a very quick flow of getting stuff sorted out you want to slow it down take more time because you want to make sure you're getting what what you need they're getting what you need the bigger picture is getting what it needs right. so there's a, a good negotiation going on because ultimately you're probably going to have to get back in the room with people again many many times to negotiate with them other things as well you're part of a social system you're not trying to Manage and deal with somebody once. Hopefully you're setting yourself up to be able to manage and lead them several several times So can you can you slow it down? Can you breathe and so you've got to think about what is the body of Stop or slow down and what is the body of movement? Because often when we're sat still we're still in this body of moving forward and, and nobody, yes, I know nobody got up and went, but, but the, the ideas are just getting away from everybody. And it's just, it's all moving forward too quick. And you've got to think to yourself, okay, how do I get the room more still? How do I get the room to slow down? How do I even get us to stop right now? And so think about the movement and the body language you have when you're stiller, when you're more relaxed and can you do it on purpose like a switch go from this, this movement that you might have in this meeting where it's steamrolling forward and you're now realizing the ideas are getting away from you and you're not critically thinking anymore and just go and just go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to keep on talking to my team, but I'm going to breathe more. I'm going to slow, everything down and I'm gonna now start involving words around slow down and thinking by saying, okay, let's just pull back right now. Let's just slow down a touch, think really carefully. So what I'm starting to do now is is internalize. My eyes are dropping down. So I'm not like super engaged with you and eye contact and, and up and energetic, my eyes go, down towards me and now i start to make more gestures around my head working so i'm trying to give people the images of me slowing down and thinking so they'll copy that as well and probably you can feel it as well in your in your body language and -hmm. and behavior so i think some of the some of the solutions you know just because i'm obsessed with body language and behavior most of my solutions come down to How can you do the behaviors on purpose that you'd usually do naturally when you're getting the kind of results that you want? So, I guess, you know, one of the things you can do just generally is think about the kind of results you want more of, and then think, well, how do I behave when I'm before and as I'm getting those results? And why don't I just do more of those behaviors more of the time? Because chances are I just, trick the universe into giving me that result a lot more like stuff would i mean it wouldn't literally trick it to producing a banana out of thin air but i just get into those patterns all the other things that would happen that that, that end up giving me a banana in my hand yeah. you know i'd end up you know at a supermarket more with money in my pocket <laughs> you know, for a banana. I'd, I'd ask for a banana more, you know, in the right place where they have them. Because you've got to, number one, you've got to ask, but in the right place where, where they're stocked with these things. The amount of people who don't, aren't getting what they want, and it's like, are you going to the right? Because I keep saying it, they'll say, I keep saying it. It's like, yeah, but you're saying it in completely the wrong place. You're saying it over there. They're over there. They can't hear you. I can't even, hear you over
1: there. Even if you have a big smile on your face and you're at the wrong place, they will go <laughs> right. to the back and get you a banana. <laughs> right, right. Sure.
2: Yeah, you're doing it with the right feeling around you because do people want to help you? Because if you're doing it, if you're asking for a banana in the wrong place, but you've got the right air around you, <laughs> somebody will go, "Yeah, you're in totally the wrong place." But you know what? I've got a couple of minutes. I'll I'll run and get you
1: one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is amazing. I completely messed this up, but because I've got the right atmosphere around me, the right, yeah. you know, the right feeling, people are helping me out. This is this is great. No, you're exactly
1: right.
0: <laughs> oh you're right. He he likes to hear that. Um <laughs>
1: Yeah, I never get it from her so thank you
0: <laughs> That's even true.
2: I'm glad I'm glad you're being honest and authentic on this
0: <laughs> very very authentic We're <laughs> gonna talk about it later so <laughs> Mark um, who do you help um, to ex- yeah now you completely <laughs> get me out of my question <laughs> I wanted to ask who do you usually work with <laughs>
2: Sure. So, um, well, first of all, I work with people all over the world. So I'm in Toronto right now, uh, which is my, my base, but uh, I work with people all, all over the world. And, and those people would on the whole, uh, I would suggest be, be groups, teams, individuals at all kinds of levels. So, you know, I'll, i work with, uh, Entrepreneurs just starting out. I'll work with CEOs of Fortune 500. I'll work with um, politicians who might be just starting out, to ones who literally run countries. I'll work with uh teams who are selling a product that's been around for centuries or teams that are selling something new, especially leadership teams as well, people who are new to it, people who've been doing it a long time. But what's the thing that, that is the same for everybody? I would suggest everybody has hit some kind of barrier. Mm-hmm. They've gone, they've gone, look, I, I knew how to get it done here, but but I want to get it done Uh, Bigger somewhere else faster with a new team with a new product uh, with a new electorate Uh, I want to move my position I kind of know what I'm doing, but I want to do it over here And there's something that they feel they don't know and either that that (laughs) is true They don't they don't know it. There is a barrier or there's a perceived barrier. That's okay I don't mind which which one both need to be solved and they know that if they improved their communication, especially through the nonverbal, if the, what they presented themselves or how their teams presented themselves, if that could change uh, to the right presentation, they believe they'd get the results that they want. And so that's what, I, that's what I help them with. And it's specifically around this, how they stand out, how they win trust and how they gain credibility with the behavior that they present to other people, because if you don't stand out, if you're not seen, they're not listening for a start. doesn't matter how good your message is, they haven't even seen you, then you're not on their radar. You might be in the room with them, but they're not looking at you. You might be in the room with you and they're looking at you, but their mind is somewhere else. Yeah, they're pretending to listen to you. So first of all we need to get true engagement with the people who 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 need to be engaged. Then trust needs to be there. We need to trigger them with that sense of trust and then we need to trigger them with that sense of um of credibility. And that's the work that I do.
0: Yeah, so that's slightly like no like trust in marketing. It's very similar to that I would say. So do you have some basic tips on how can I, throughout my behavior, my body language, make other people like me?
2: Mm, sure. Uh, so so uh, a couple of fundamentals. First of all, you need to be seen. So uh, the more you show of yourself, and the more often you show yourself, the more chance that others will get data about you and that they'll get the data that puts you into that trustworthy category. If you're not sending often enough, enough data, you're just limiting your chance. And we're in a bit of a casino. Okay. We're in a casino, uh, with, with, you know, 7.6 billion people in that casino. And, and how are you going to get seen? Well, you need to be sending out, um, data enough, uh, 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 enough times uh, and enough of it to even stand a chance of getting in the right category. uh, Well, how does that tactically translate? Uh, Are you showing up enough in front of the people you need to influence and persuade? Mm -hmm. Credibility with and trust. Are you showing up and displaying enough of yourself? Are you always trapped behind furniture? And because you might go, yeah, no, because I'm in the office every day with them. I mean, they pass by me every day. Well, but where? What do they see of you? Well, they pass by. They yeah, they see my back every day. Okay, so they're not seeing. Like you need to find ways of showing them this and this, like the whole thing. You know, um, so this is a, this is a fundamental, you know, problem. People will say, well, no, I did meet, meet the person. I did meet her once and we did have a bit of a conversation and clearly I, you know, I just didn't make the right impact. It's like, well, try again, go again, just do it again. And they'll go a second time. Yeah. Yeah. Still no impact. Right. Go again, (laughs) Do it again.
1: Persistency.
2: Yeah, I mean, persistence. Persistence. And then we can go, okay, and, and when you go again and again and again and send that message, be really open with your body language. Yeah, be more open instead of closed. Yeah? This is, again, we're in a casino. The gamble is, is the open body language will give you a better result in terms of trust and credibility mm-hmm. closed body language yes there's some outliers you're already thinking of and you're going well there's this there's this person she always does that and, and 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 she runs the organization yeah yeah she runs the organization i mean everybody thinks that she owns their paycheck and therefore they're allowing her to get away with that that's that's why but you don't so you're not at that level of the hierarchy. So what applies to her doesn't apply to you. The devil's in the detail. It's more complex than that. We need to cut through the complexity with simple things. Here's a simple thing. Do open body language. Lots. Yeah, well, what else should I do? No, just do that. What, all the time? Yeah, all the time. How often? As much as you possibly can. Yeah, like, like, consistent... Persistent signaling, yeah. yeah? So I think, you know, uh, SETI, uh, SETI the, the, uh, the astronomical telescope, has been trying to contact uh, aliens for a number of years, um, see if they can get a signal back from alien life out there. Keep sending the same signal again and again and again and again and again. They haven't changed the signal. They've not changed the <laughs> signal. Why? They're in a really long game. They're trying to do something really big, like really big, which is get a message back from alien life. Okay? It's like it's a big idea. They haven't changed the message. They're persistent. Now, will they get a message back? I don't know. Will it happen in my lifetime? I have no idea. But their gamble is send it. And they've got a massive transmitter. I mean, they're, they're sending out huge megawatts of power out there with the same message you kind of got to do the same which is which is use a lot of power send out the message again and again and again and again because you're not looking for alien life it's a human being on the other side they will react they will react if it's clear and and persistent you will get a signal back and if it's open your the gamble is you'll get a good single signal back i know there's outliers I know there's out, I know everybody's going, yeah, but there's this one guy. You send him a signal, he sends a really rude signal back. Yeah, it's one guy. (laughs) One guy. Yeah, it's just an outlier. Yeah. Anyway, I hope that answers your question.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was really good. (laughs) We we want to be conscious of your time. And so I have one very important question to ask (laughs) for everybody listening right now, thinking, you know, that Mark guy. What he says makes sense. I want to hear more from him. I want to receive more signals from Mark.
2: Right. <laughs> right. I, I, I will tune you into my transmitter. <laughs> I'm transmitting signals from a website called truthplane.com. T-R-U-T-H-P-L-A-N-E. Truthplane.com. Just get over to there. Or if that doesn't make any sense you, just put truthplane in Google or Mark Bowden in, in Google or Mark body language (laughs) (laughs) and I'll, and I'll put in body language and you'll find me. I mean, just do that. Uh, if, if you want to remember something or in the show notes, um, you know, think of something where you can get something from some training from me for, for, for free, really great video training. Uh, remember bit.ly, bit.ly forward slash winning keynote, winning keynote, all one word, bit.ly forward slash winning keynote. Get over there. There's some free training there that I give to everybody who uh, sees one of my keynotes. Let's just pretend this was like you were at a keynote. Okay. So, uh, so everybody, uh, listening, watching to this, you get yourself over there. Uh, there's some free training for you there enjoy it's 20 minutes it's a great video training it'll give you uh all the fundamentals about the body language you use especially in business as a leader to get
1: over there super powerful it's really cool i don't have any other questions mark good
0: i would have plenty if
1: well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i could be here like
0: a whole day okay. well
2: i could i could speak for a whole day but uh, <laughs> as you could probably imagine but uh, I'm, I'm happy to come back and talk to you guys uh, again sometime so um you know just just let me know i'm i'm happy to join you in another conversation very,
1: very cool lovely. how did you like the conversation very good yeah lovely interview awesome. yeah thanks for awesome. having me awesome so did we thank you very much
0: Wow, what an exciting episode. Like, it was so energetic. I definitely recommend everyone who did not see the YouTube video to go and see Mark's eyes. Like, it was really engaging and I just love the way how he expresses himself and how he even helped us to calm down and get stress-free just by slowing down. And I can relate to that because I remember I still speak rather fast. I spoke even faster and the moment, for those who know my story, you know I burned out and it was the moment when I was very stressed and Alex always told me, just slow down, just speak slower, you will have the time to think about the words you use and people will understand you. And as a result, I definitely got less and less stressed internally, so I really, really love that advice. And I also just love the fact that all Czech people are per definition smarter than anyone else. So uh, it helps a lot.
1: (laughs) Make sure that you stay in touch with Mark. His website, truthplane.com. It's going to be in the show notes. He's on Twitter, at Truthplane. And we also looked up his giveaway online training. So that is bit.ly slash winning keynote. So there you go. Mark Bowden, human behavior, body language, communication. These are your superpowers for you as a leader, for your team to achieve more with less time, effort, less energy. This was it. Episode sponsored by Earn More, Work Less. Go to earnmoreworkless.com for a lot of cool resources, our blog, other podcast episodes, earnmoreworkless.com superpowers for your team. See you next time.